What is poppin'? Yo, we are covering the parable of the pearl of great value. And this is really one of the shorter parables that Jesus gave, but it is packed with some pretty true and important implications that we can apply to our life. So we're just going to hop straight into this. Now, this, this parable is found in Matthew 13. And it's only two verses, but Jesus gave this parable in a set of two. And so we're going to cover the other parable that he gave. We're just going to read it, um, but we're going to actually dive in deep for the parable of the pearl of great value. And this is found in Matthew 13 verses 44 through 46. We're going to start with the parable of the hidden treasure, then go on to the pearl of great value. So Jesus said, the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure that a man discovered hidden in a field. In his excitement, he hid it again and sold everything he owned to get enough money to buy the field. Now on to the next parable. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant on the lookout for choice pearls. When he discovered a pearl of great value, he sold everything he owned and bought it. So this is, this is an interesting parable because it's really short and it's one of those that are easily overlooked because it's not some huge elaborate story that you can, you know, break down and try and figure out all the context. It's really just a straightforward story. And it's funny how two verses can spark so many different interpretations and meanings and understanding for what Jesus was trying to get at. But the two most common interpretations of this parable is either the first one that Jesus is the merchant, right? Jesus is this merchant. He is looking out for choice pearls, things that are of great value, which would be us, his people. And he sold everything. He gave his life so he could purchase us and he could purchase our salvation. That's one of the first interpretations. The second one would be that we are the merchant, human beings, God's people. We are the merchant. And the choice pearl would be either the kingdom of heaven or it would be Jesus. And, you know, we, we sell our lives, do everything we can to obtain it. Now, there's good implications and true implications for both of these interpretations. And honestly, I really don't hold a position on whether or not they're true or false because I think they're, vo- they're both um, pretty solid interpretations and understanding of what Jesus um, was trying to say here. But... Neither of these interpretations leave us with a challenge. If you remember in the past episodes of this series that we've done on the parables, I've explained time and time again that the parables were used as a way to challenge us. They challenged our theology. They challenged our belief. They challenged our cultural understandings. They challenged what we thought about God and the kingdom of heaven. They challenged the way that we lived. And that's why Jesus gave these stories and these parables so we could really see that, hey, the way that we've been doing things, the way that we naturally think order of things should be is not necessarily right. And we can do better to love Jesus, love his people more. And so the parables give a challenge. And I really do think that Jesus is giving us a challenge here. I really do think he is. Now, what troubled me the most when trying to understand this, and this is funny because you would think that a two-verse parable would be one that's so easy to understand, but it actually took me months of just trying to think about what Jesus was trying to say. What troubled me the most is trying to understand how the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant, right? Because he says the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant. Normally in the interpretations and how I used to understand this, I would think of the kingdom of heaven as 
the pearl, right? The thing that we would want to attain. But Jesus said the kingdom of heaven is like the merchant who is searching for the pearl. And that was interesting because if we look at this story, the merchant is looking for something valuable. He's on the lookout. He is searching. And what's also interesting to point out is it wasn't like the merchant just happened upon this pearl. It's not like he was just, you know, going about his day and boom, there was just something of value. And you thought, huh, maybe I should sell what I have to get it. No, no, no. He was looking for the pearl. He was searching for it. He knew the thing that was of great value that meant everything to him. And he was searching and doing everything he could to obtain it. So he was actively actively searching for it. And look, when he found the pearl, he understood how important it was to him. He knew the value of this pearl. So he sold everything he had, everything. Now, now for me, in in this modern culture, and maybe for you as well, it's hard for me to understand how there could be anything that's so valuable that I would sell my house, my cars, my clothes, everything I owned. I, I just can't imagine that there'd be anything in our modern world that would be so valuable that I would sell everything I had to obtain it. I think that might have been the roadblock for me. But for this merchant, he found it, and it was the pearl, and he got it. Now, now normally, this is where people end on their interpretation or reading of this parable, is the merchant found something of great value, he did everything he could to get it, and boom, he got the pearl, life is good, and he can live happily ever after. But this is what's weird. If we just think through the implications of what this merchant did, what he did was actually crazy. It was the complete opposite of something you would want to do if you actually valued your life or valued your stability of being able to have shelter and food and and material and items to survive. What he did was counterintuitive. Like, Like you would think, oh, he got the pearl, so he's good. But that's not the case because think about it. What is he going to do now? He got this thing of value. He got his pearl. He's happy. But that pearl can't feed him. That pearl can't provide shelter. When he needs money to be able to buy materials to survive, that pearl can't do that for him. The only way that he would be able to survive now that he obtained the thing that he sold his life to get is he would have to sell the pearl to be able to have any money to be able to buy a shelter, buy food, or or buy a field to where he can grow crops. You see the logic in this. And I think this might have been what Jesus was getting at. Because look, the merchant realized the value of the pearl. The merchant realized how inherently valuable this pearl was. And he was willing to give up everything to obtain it. Everything to obtain it. It didn't matter to him if he gave up his life, if he gave up his comfort. It didn't matter if he had to suffer or starve because he was willing to do anything he could to obtain this pearl. And the message that Jesus is trying to give us is this. If this merchant was willing to give up everything he had to obtain something that was not able to provide for him or give him any further joy, how much more should we be willing to do the same for the kingdom of God? 
How much more should we be willing to give up our life and everything we have to be in the presence of Jesus? And so this is where we find the difference. Because unlike the pearl, if we give everything we have to obtain a walk with God, if we give everything we have to to live for Jesus, we're not actually losing our life. It may seem like it. We're giving up our own life. We're giving up our own earthly possessions so that we can be in a relationship with the God who provides for our needs. You know, giving up our life to follow Jesus does not mean that we lose our life. In a sense, we do. We lose our old life. But when we do that, we gain a new life by recognizing the immeasurable worth of having a relationship with our Creator. And Jesus is trying to get us to see if just a normal dude who likes material items like a pearl was willing to sell everything he had to get this pearl, to get this thing that was not able to give him anything back, then what excuse do we have for not giving all that we have and sacrificing our own old selfish life in an effort to be close with a God who can provide all of our needs above and beyond measure. That's the implications of this parable. You know, it makes me think to what Jesus said in Matthew 16 and verse 24 when he said, If anyone wants to come after me, he must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. So now we have to ask ourselves, how is the kingdom of heaven like this merchant? Well, the kingdom of heaven looks like people who recognize the value of Jesus and his people, that they will give everything they have and lose their life so they can find new life in Jesus. This makes me think back to what Jesus said in the parable of the lost sheep. And if you didn't listen to the episode that we did on that on the podcast, please go listen to it because it opened my eyes to the message that Jesus was giving. It was more than a message of Jesus has lost sheep and he goes out and finds them. It was also a challenge to us to realize that if we are to love our neighbor, then we are to be in a community relationship where we realize that if someone in our community is lost, if someone in our family or our friend group is lost and does not know Christ, that we should leave everyone else behind if we have to, to chase after them, to try and bring them back. That's the implication. That was the challenge. And this parable of the great pearl issues the same challenge to us. If we recognized the value Of the children of God, if we recognize the value that our friends, our family members, our co-workers hold, that they are made in the image of God, if we truly understood what that meant, then we would realize that they were so valuable that, that we would do anything we could possibly do to try and help them find Jesus Christ. Even if it doesn't make sense, even if it seems like we're giving up our own comfort, if we're giving up our own stability, if we're giving up our own resources, even if it doesn't make sense, in the eyes of God, his people are like this pearl. In the eyes of God, he would expect us to love our neighbor 
to the point that we would chase after them like he told us in the parable of the lost sheep and that we would give all that we could to try and save them just like Jesus told us in this parable. And that's what the kingdom of heaven looks like. That's what the kingdom of heaven should look like on this earth. But sadly, it doesn't. Sadly, we value our own comfort. We value our own life. We value our own material items. We value our own wealth to the point that we will not do all we can do to help those who are lost. We leave them out in the wilderness. But hey, as long as we're secure, it's good, right? Jesus is trying to say, nah, that's not what that, that might be what, what y'all's kingdom looks like on this earth, but that's not what my kingdom looks like. That's not what the kingdom of heaven looks like. The kingdom of heaven looks like people who love their neighbor as themselves and will do anything they can to help them. So that's the challenge that Jesus has given us in the parable of the great pearl. Man, I hope y'all enjoyed this breakdown of this parable. I know it was a short one, but just because it was short does not mean that it was not filled with impactful teaching. But I really hope y'all enjoyed it. Share this with your friends and family because I know somebody can use the word of God today. And I will see y'all next week. Peace out.